to the Off The Tips podcast. An early morning shift for me today. AC gets the gets the night shift in London and it's a, it's the Off The Tips first birthday today. So AC, well done, mate. You got through a year of uh, talking dribble into a microphone. How you going? Good, brother. Yeah, it's pretty surreal. It's been a year. It doesn't feel, it sounds cliche, but the time really has flown. Um, and I feel like we've we've stuck at it well. Like, you know, when we'd planned that to do it, the, the fact that we've kind of smashed out 50 episodes roughly. Um, pretty pretty good job, mate. Mate, you're sounding very nasally like you've just got out of the pit, eh? Yeah, well, I, ha- I have just got out of the pit. Well, I got out of the pit a little bit ago but I haven't actually said many words since I since I've got <laughs> since I've got up um and I was I was a little bit crook yesterday but not not really nasal issues so um yeah it must have just been from from falling out of bed and putting a mic in my face but mate is anything new over that side of the world no not really I get my first paycheck on oh, Friday yes. which I'm just absolutely hanging out for it's been the real grind i've really had to budget which isn't really normally my go i normally bit of a spender but i just can't wait to not have to worry about money once it comes in and i can actually really enjoy myself get out back to the golf course more importantly yeah it's been a long layoff i don't yeah i haven't played in a long time been living like a backpacker just two minute noodles and at least you're not a hostel Oh mate, a hostel. I'd be, I'd be back home if I was still living in a hostel. I'd be back in NZ. I, I've actually been eating well. I've been, I've been making sure to feed myself well. I've just had to cut, cut out the spending in other areas. Yeah. It, What's been it's... happening on your side, mate? Any golf? No golf. I, I played cricket on Saturday, and the team we played proceeded to bat for the whole entire day, and. So look, that was that was pretty tough to cop, but you know, it is what it is. I can't, I didn't get out for golf on Sunday. I went and watched a, a bit more cricket, and you know, just had a bit of a chill one. I don't think the legs were real up to walking around the golf course, but I, I think I'm out next week in a bit of a tournament situation. So that'll be that'll be confronting, you know, hitting cups. Uh, see, we'll see how we go. But good to hear, brother. We'll, we'll rip into the, the DP World Tour. Nikolai Hoygaard gets the job done in Dubai. Jeez, he really flew home, didn't he, AC, to take the spoils? Oh, absolutely. Eight under final round, peeled off five birdies and around the back nine. A real impressive display. And the fact that he didn't birdie 18, which is a pretty easy par five, just... A testament to the quality of golf he played down the stretch to 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 shoot that score and a real kind of example of just someone springboarding off a Ryder Cup. You often see it uh, since the Ryder Cup. He's second in South Africa and then obviously wins the biggest event on the DP World Tour outside of Wentworth. So heck of heck of a ceiling he's got. He's only twenty two and he's only getting started. Yeah. 
hard to disagree with any of that. You know, he looked lights out and eight under on Sunday is just, it's pretty big nuts sort of stuff. And it, it had a decent crew chasing him, like Victor Hovland, who's arguably been the player of the year. Tommy Fleetwood was there, thereabouts. And John Matt Ryan Wallace. was also in the mix. Yeah, John Ryan was in the mix. T5 for him. But yeah, those three guys, Wallace, Fleetwood and Hovland, two shots back at, at second place. Victor hadn't played for a while. Um, I, th- I thought he looked a little bit rusty, but and for him to, mm. you know, finish T2 with ease is, you know, just a reflection of how well he's been playing. But Matt Wallace in second place. Did you see his uh, back nine on Sunday? Saturday? Oh, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, sorry. I, I didn't, I've actually, I saw the card. I didn't watch it. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you've seen the highlights of the back nine or anything like that. Oh, it was just, obviously, to those that haven't seen the scorecard or saw what happened, he birdied every hole of his back nine. So, yeah, it was pretty impressive stuff. Like, it's not it's not something you see every day, is it? No, I I don't know if you've seen any numbers around it. I, I can't recall that happening watching golf. Mm. No, neither. Not... Not in a professional event, at least. You sometimes see those, you know, golf ship posting pages post some scorecards of blokes that are birdied 14 holes in a day and, and stuff like that. But no. You're never a, too sure how genuine those are, though, are you? No. Yeah, that is very true. You bloke shooting 56 at their local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, what do you make of this event and – Dubai, I don't think I'm a massive fan of it. I I hate watching golf in the Middle East. I remember we discussed this a year ago today that <laughs> we so we've really developed as a pod, but we don't yeah, I agree yeah. with you that I don't really like the Middle East. I think the field size works. I think fifty is a really good number. Uh mm. it feels like there's enough to kind of add a bit of juice to it, but it's easy to follow um, it's a pretty small kind of broadcast window. I think 50 works well. Whether they could do it somewhere a bit better would be my only take. I think you could probably find a better venue. Yep, I, I agree with that. And just before we, we move on from, you know, the the race to Dubai where we'll add Rory picked up his fifth title with any and he could have done it playing left-handed or doing whatever he wanted. He won before he got there. So congratulations to him. And it's and as we said last week, he's got Monty firmly in his sights. He wants to chase him down, who's got nine. So that's great to see. But Foxy and Dan Hillier just had no, just run-of-the-mill weeks for them, T34 and T38 respectively. Um, bit quiet towards the end of the year, the fellas. So hopefully yeah. they, can, they can get home for Christmas and, and play some good golf over here. Yeah, I thought a pretty poor showing from Foxy. He was first strokes t- um, off the tee. So to end up all the way down there, putting the ball in play seems, I don't know, pretty inexcusable. <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that, it, it probably does. But, oh, yeah, I I just think, yeah, the, the laser just had a it's been a fucking long season on that DP World Tour now. I mm-hmm. think I'll just I'll let it slide, you know. Um, but before we move on to doing some some grading, AC, uh, 
Do you have a favourite event of the year on the DP World Tour? I think it would have to be Wentworth or Scottish Open. That's sitting on the fence. So I'm going to go <laughs> Wentworth because because Foxy won it. Um, but yeah. when I think of the standout <laughs> moment of the year, I actually think of Rory's shot um, on 18 in Scotland. I, that was just yeah. better. Me and Monty were in a clubhouse at Duke's Golf Club in Ireland. I'll just never forget where I was when I watched that too. Like Being in an Irish clubhouse with Rory in the mix was pretty cool because they were getting around him and stuff. So, yeah, what about you? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that, that's why I was laughing. I had, I had those two exact events written down as well. Um, <laughs> so um, I'll go the I'll go the Scottish because you know I just you know the the local boy looks like he's got it wrapped up and he played an incredible shot himself on eighteen, like, and then Rory just you know the villain on the day just slammed the door in his face, just birdie mm. birdie finish, just ah. Uh, and that, like you said, that shot on at 18 just was incredible stuff. But do you want to grade some players? Yeah, just one more thing on that. Another wild thing about that was um, the fact that he got that – Bobby Mack got that lie in the rough. I had a mate who was on 18, and he's like, I'm convinced a Scottish – a local's just kicked that up and put that up on the tee for him. Because when he hit that ball yonder off 18, like no one thought he'd draw a lie like that. It was just, yeah. I was literally talking to a mate probably two weeks ago about it, so I thought I'd share that. Yeah, that's that's some good comms. It was, it did look like a jail over over left where he hit it, and and he seemed to be able to <laughs> to get a club on it, but well, a three wood on it. But yeah, we're going to grade some. Well, AC is going to grade some players, and I'm going to be like the NCEA moderator. And and see if his his grades stand up. I'm gonna I'm gonna be marking exams here. Uh, AC, do you want to just fire a few players' names at me, and I'll 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 see what I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I'll just I'll just note here is I'd say I'm kind of I'm kind of grading them on what I think their potential is, like their body of work so far. It's not. Um, and also I'd say as a marker, game. yeah, I'd say as a marker, I'd be. You know, on the scale of the crusty old old man who's been at the school for thirty years and the new grad, I'd be more towards the new grad. Um, so yeah, yeah, you'd want you'd want us marking your exams, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, you I, know how I, much I, work goes into those, and people just cut, and some of those markers just cut you down at the knees. So those <laughs> yeah. grumpy old fuckers that just like yeah, come that's on, a mate. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> If I could see my student was putting the work in, I'd be be trying my best to to push them over the line. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe let's go first up. John Rahm, four wins, um, a green jacket, and a win at Riv. That's an A plus for me. I I oh, don't think it's hard can, to argue with that. <laughs> yeah, like he he kind of mucked around later in the year. He was he done yeah. so well early on in the year that he could kind of coast through the back end of the year, but. He'd done all the work, yeah. and that's all I yeah, need he, to see. He he got he got all his um credits in term one, so he could just <laughs> so he could just go go play nine holes <laughs> with, with yeah. the boys for the rest of the year. So a real flaw hey. in the NCA system, and he <laughs> yeah. was able to exploit it. Yeah, good good on him. I, I think 
yeah, yeah, hard to argue with that. AC eh? A plus for okay. for me. Yeah, next on the roll is Victor Hovland. Uh, four wins for him as well. One of them was the hero, but hey, we won't hold that against him because he still won a FedEx Cup and Memorial, yeah. most notably. Um, yeah, top twenty in all four majors. Also, plus he gained plus zero point eight strokes this year which is a big improvement. Like that's almost, you know, that's close to three and a half a week. So mm. it's it's a pretty big leap he took this year. So I've given him an oh, A. Yeah, I'm probably leaning more towards the A+. plus. I don't think you can be the best player of the year, win a FedEx Cup and, and, and not get top marks. You know, like he was technically the ducks of the school. So um, <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah, the only thing... Yeah, mate. I think if you're in the top twenty in the world, you need a major to get an A plus. That's my only. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay, so so he didn't he didn't he didn't maybe he didn't take any scholar subjects at school. He he's just taken all the you know the ones you have to take. Whereas yeah, he threw horticulture in there. He yeah he didn't really want to do exams for that one. So well, he did win the hero. That's that's like woodwork, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so getting an A in woodwork, um, yeah. but yeah, but we can we'll, we can hover around there. Maybe maybe yeah. he's just a, a couple of percent short of an A plus if we're if we're collaborating on this paper. Yeah, uh, I don't mind that. Um, third up's Rory, three wins. One's a wraparound um, CJ Cup. So I don't know how much weight I put on that win. Obviously, won the Scottish Open and the Rolex event in Dubai. It's actually second. It's the second best statistically he's been, apart from last year. He kind of hovers around like plus two and a half strokes gain. So statistically, he had a hell of a season. But if he doesn't win a major, Rory's not getting an A. That's my no. criteria for him. Um, so I've I've given him a B. Yeah, I reckon B is probably fair. Maybe a B minus if I'm being really yeah. harsh. No, I th- I had. I had penciled in B minus as well. I keep changing it. So it's again, I feel like we're around the mark. We might have to collaborate on that one as well. Next one. Yeah. Yeah. Far off. Foxy. Uh, interesting year for him. I He wasn't as consistent. So last year in the same amount of starts, he had eight top fives. This year only had three top fives. But he did obviously have the, the massive win at Wentworth and made all four cuts of the majors. So I did find Foxy quite hard to grade. Uh, mm, I ended up with a, yeah. a B. Yeah, I, I'd i say A minus. Biggest okay. kind of win of his career. And yeah, like you said, all four cuts at the majors. I had that noted down here as well. Um, it's I think that's a fairly decent year for Foxy, but I, as you said, you're doing it on potential, and you know he's he's probably up to winning more than one event on the DP World Tour a year. Uh, so yeah, I think we can maybe settle okay, for maybe, a B plus. Yeah, if Rory's going to be B, I think Rory has to get knocked down to B minus. Foxy can be B plus. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan Hillier, first year on tour, I th- a win. Eight top 20s. It was a couple of spots out from getting a PGA Tour card 
for me, that's a massive success. Uh, so I've given him an A minus. Yeah, I had A written down for for Dan. Uh, I think. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you win in your first season, you know you you're going a long way to to getting top marks. So I think, yeah, A seems good. I was really impressed with what I saw this year. I, I I'm happy with that. Next man, um, he's he's had to repeat a few years. He's he's really had a a tough run of it, and that's our man Marcel Seam. Um, yeah, one of the oldest students in the class, uh, but it's his first year in positive strokes gained since 2014. So we've got to hand it to him for that. He had one win at 12 top 20s, so I've given him a B plus. Yeah, and, and you know he's he's in all the school like social teams, just you know creating a bit of fizz. He's really yeah. passionate about the school. He you know <laughs> he does heaps of ex. He does heaps of extracurricular activities yeah. just to to try earn a few more points. Uh, look, he's a great man to have around, but yeah, I've gone probably he won this year as well. Yeah, yeah, probably probably an A minus for for Marcel. I think he he provided plenty of entertainment as well, which was you know great and you know a podcast fan favorite. Yeah, I also must note his. Just some bringing a real vibe to the classroom. Bit of a class clown. Is fist fist pumping a drive off the tee? Uh, like <laughs> fist pumping after you get sixty five percent in a multi choice test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty similar, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good call. Oh. We've got two to go. The two Englishmen, Tyrrell Hatton and Tommy Fleetwood. So we'll start with Tyrrell first. Uh, now, he's a real distraction in the classroom, real temper. He's often sent to the naughty corner, but um, his, I'm finding it hard to grade him. Um, it's his second best year statistically. He's his 10th data golf ranking, so he was ninth scoring average on PGA Tour this year, so he had a good year. Mm. But if you don't win at that level, at, sorry, at that with that much talent, can you pass? That's the question I was asking myself. Yeah, that's a good question. And like the amount of time he spent in detention is for for spraying some of his uh, fellow peers and and uh, teachers <laughs> and flag sticks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe maybe Terrell doesn't pass this year. Maybe we have to. But he made the Ryder Cup. Like fuck, you can't really. Yeah, I had a C fail down. if you're on a Ryder Cup team. I'd a C. Maybe, yeah, C minus. Maybe just like, mm. just a little slap on the wrist. Just be better next year. We we know you've got the potential and the capability yeah. to get good marks in the paper. Yeah. Now the next one, Tommy. Very similar. He was. He's basically a similar profile to Tyrrell. Uh, Sixteen. Out of 28 starts, he finished the top 20. Very consistent, as we know. He laid an egg a few times in contention. Uh, don't know. I felt like I he was, was in contention. I, I think he was in contention a lot more than Terrell. But, like, yeah. that's just that's purely based off the eye test. From no, what, I, think what it, I, I think they have the same amount of top 20s, but I think Tommy would have a lot more meaningful ones. 
Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he he's got to get a like. I, I know there'd be no one putting more pressure on him than himself to get over the line on the PGA Tour, but yeah, he. I need to see him, see him do something. He was famously in that uh, playoff when <laughs> when Adam Hadwin got floored by that security guard, which was sensational. But yeah, um, yeah maybe. Maybe Terrell we'll and yeah, the CCs, the two Englishmen, mm. just you know, be better next next semester, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's all is I that had. A, shut the marking book. We we marked all our exams yeah. for the year. Yeah, I, I think that's that's all the ones done. There's been a few. Obviously, the grading's quite high because I've I've chosen the good students. Yeah. There was no yeah no no fails which is no I don't mountains know, on there yeah <laughs> nah but look a, a guy we probably we could have rated and it would have been a, a clear A to A plus uh, Ludwig Aberg gets the job done his first time on the PGA Tour at the RSM Classic in the Sea Island wins by four just fuck he just looks nails in contention. He just absolutely flushes it, and to Man, be fair, not a great field. But I can't speak highly enough of him. And yeah, it's just it's such a good start to your career. Stating the obvious, he's had fourteen starts as a pro. He's only finished outside of the top twenty-five three times, and he's won twice. For me, it's the way he's handled it too, because. The reason he's playing in these events is because he needs to qualify for the Elevate events next year. So there's a bit of pressure on that front, and he just delivers. He goes over to Switzerland, basically needs to win or finish very close to top to book a Ryder Cup spot, and he goes and wins the thing. So it's just how level-headed he is for this stage of his career. You can just see nothing gets to him. He's just unflappable. Mm. And I saw this week, so he was... He was first strokes gained off the tee, but second in distance, third in accuracy. Like combining that is insane. You never really see that. It's like a cheat code. Maybe maybe he's cheating on his exams, AC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. He'd he'd be clever about it though. He wouldn't be getting caught. Mm, yeah. Well, that's yeah, it's like you said, it's so impressive, and I don't, I don't really have anything to add. I think you hit the nail on the head with Ludwig. Um, nothing else really. Eric Cole, I had him. Maybe should we talk about our punts for the week? They were <laughs> yeah, they were burning edges on both oh. fronts. Yeah, I, um, I had Eric Cole who came second to Ludwig. I had a multi with Ludwig to win Tyrrell top ten. Tyrrell had was tier 11 and I had a multi with Victor to win Ludwig top 20 and Victor obviously went fairly close so this week really hurt I was yeah just devastated yeah, you were close I was pretty nervous about you I was really hoping like, I could do a double like Eric Cole win and hit a multi that would have been just ideal yeah well I was hoping that both of mine were in and you know Lilia Vu just kind of just fell fell short but she never looked she did never look like winning over the weekend. And then, yeah, v- Victor was – I had my eggs in one basket, really, with, with Victor. I thought he was a huge sniff 
on Saturday, but yeah. obviously couldn't get it done. And the boys reset this week. So it'll be just good mentally to have zero on the Oh, I can't wait. On the um on the punch sheet. Uh if you guys don't know, we if you don't follow the Instagram, we we post them every week. We obviously had fifty dollars a week this this year and a bit more on the majors and the boys ended up firmly in the red. I don't even know exactly what we were in the red. I think I was six hundred or fifty in the red and yeah, so maybe seven hundred now. Yeah, I think I was about 100 behind you. Yeah. A better. But that's not <laughs> nothing to scoff, to be excited about. I was, we were well and truly losers. Yeah, we were. And hopefully, you know, we just flick a switch this week and start strong. And I briefly mentioned Lily Vu. And I know that the LPGA Tour had their season ending event last week. And Amy Yang got the job done. But we'll we'll discuss that on next week's pod. We're just gonna get through the DP World Tour and PGA Tour kind of kind of this week, and you know, focus on on the girls next week and give them a decent amount of time because it was a big season on the LPGA Tour. Yeah, sounds good. What else we got? Tiger returning. Tiger's back. Yeah. Um, what What do you think of that, AC? I'm pretty excited for it. To be fair, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> it's unfair to say like, oh. I, don't want to see any of Tiger, but I just, I don't know. I'm real. The comeback story's getting old and that I don't get so revved up every time he's back now because I'm like, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. I just want to see him put like three tournaments together before I even care if that kind of makes sense. Like if he gets through this week and then Riv, then I'll start thinking. But I I think it's also like the thing that I sometimes struggle with when Tiger's back is, it just gets suffocating. Like there'll be there'll be t- people talking all about his how he's walking and his gape on Twitter. There'll be t- people talking about uh, gape's not even a word I'd heard until people started talking about Tiger. Um, <laughs> and then I, the other thing that happens is if he does have a good week, everyone will be like, "Oh, look out, Augusta!" And it's just I don't know it's just a lot. I and I hate the hero challenge. I don't think I'll be putting it on. Look, I agree with you on the Hero Challenge front, but look, I'm I am looking forward to watching Tiger Tiger play again. I also agree with you when it gets suffocating and at times, but I think I'm just happy. I'm I'm going to watch the Hero just because you can get a f- decent gauge on how where he's at without it meaning anything. If you know what I mean, like he's mm. like it's a shit event, and but at least you get to see him see how he's kind of shaping up. And I am interested to see how he's walking. Though There's obviously a lot of content on those spotted pages of him <laughs> caddying for for Charlie, and and it looked like he was walking fine. But look, yeah. Oh, I've got a little inkling that, you know, you'll, we haven't seen the end of him contending. But look, there's a bit... There's a bit of water to go under the bridge before we seriously see that. And like you said, he needs to string a few tournaments together. Hopefully he gets through this one unscathed and, and plays fairly shortly after. Just because I can see that happening if he gets through it um, fine and, and the body's okay. I feel like he'll he'll want to play again. He'll obviously play at AC's favourite event, the PNC, coming up to Christmas. So Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, great event that. That... Yeah, it'd be good to see him at Riv again. I love that tournament. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully by then he's kind of 
fitter and we know a bit more because I just there's just so much unknown, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Rory stood down from the player advisory board. He mentioned at the start of this week. I think it's a pretty good move. I think deep down, I think Rory probably felt like he's been done pretty dirty with you know what yeah. what kind of happened with the merger and stuff. So I think I think him stepping down is a, a good thing for for him and his golf. Mm-hmm. I think like he just doesn't need that shit. He got the he got them through the tough initial period, and now someone else and- it's someone else's problem now. I think not for me, but I do. I've noticed maybe social media is not the real world, but seems like his reputation's taken a little bit of a hit as well. And I can mm. imagine that would get to him a little bit. He seems like he'd be someone who, you know, he wants to be liked. And I think a lot of it is because people got sick of hearing from him. And that's kind of fair enough. But I blame a lot of that on Jay Monaghan. Like he just kind of sent Rory out there to do all his talking for him when. He should have just shown some leadership and like let the players play golf. And so I thought I kind of I, I did feel really sorry for Rory the way I felt that, like you said, got thrown on the bus a bit and you just saw kind of people sour on him and I don't think it was fair. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think his reputation did unfairly take a hit and he got sprayed on on social media endless land it was quite uneducated you know even when when we post stuff um like that's where you get the most backlash about about rory like they just go oh this guy getting more airtime etc but ac sorry i was i might have seemed like i'd zoned out there for a second but there's just we've got some breaking news come through and i know we're going to talk about the tent at tgl but but um tgl has been cancelled (laughs) the year Oh yeah, it's postponed to twenty five, isn't it? Yeah, so that came through a couple of hours ago. Um, you know, you it's a real flop. Yeah, it, it is a flop. Look, look, I, I, I love it that two of my favorite golfers are getting together to do some business decisions. But look, I don't really know about the TGL. I think it looks, I think it looks shit. It looks <laughs> really corny. It yeah. does. I don't know if it's for us. You know, I think it might be to try get a different sort of fan in, but yeah, it just seems interesting. The one thing I will say is people go, Oh, they were talking shit about Liv and then do this league. Well, this league's not trying to be a professional golf league. It's just kind of meant to be like a complimentary sort of entertainment product. I I think it's a big misconception I've seen in places. But yeah, I struggle. It just it just seems so hit and giggle, but like the hero yeah. this week. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, look, we'll get on to the, the last part of the pod. Obviously, Kazuma Kabori, uh, a disappointing loss at the Vic PGA this week, gave up a six-shot lead that he had going into Sunday. David Michaluzzi, you know, played really well to get the job done. Uh, so, look, disappointed for Kazumi. Looked unbelievable the first three rounds i saw some highlights and then i didn't catch it on sunday as i was out out at cricket but look just do you think it's just going to be water off a duck's back for the young man and you know he'll he'll learn a lot from that experience of you know but it's it's hard because he's won professional events before like he's won the new zealand pga so like it's it's hard to you know say that it's 
but you know I know think what I, mean? I do think all that stuff is just part of like the professional golf journey and he's mm. still young he's 23 22 i think it's hard because he shot five over i didn't see it you know that honestly could be two bad swings and a bad break it's hard to mm. i think it's hard to cast heaps of judgment when you don't actually watch it i always i've always been a big believer in that as well that it's hard to just look at a scorecard sometimes because it doesn't always tell the story but yeah, obviously if, obviously he'd be disappointed he, you're not going to want to shoot that when you got a six shot lead but um you you can definitely see how it happens yeah absolutely and you know it's it's getting to crunch time of the season here in Aussie the PGA this week and mm. the Aussie Open next week you know mate like he's he's in great form and there's no reason why he he can't put himself into contention at one of those big ones and you know all will be forgotten about yeah and I also think what happens often when someone coughs up a lead is obviously the person that coughed up the lead's the one who the attention goes on but there's still got to be someone that you know puts the pressure on puts the foot down and I kudos to him as well because you know if he if David had Migliosi had kind of just cruised along at a couple under like maybe he probably doesn't put that pressure on to win so it's mm. there's always two parts to it yeah for sure um AC anything else to add any plans for the week no not really I think I'll get after it on Saturday since I've got a paycheck I had a few quiet weekends so I don't know just got an itch I need to scratch what about you no not not a whole heap you know it's just it's uh Aussie PGA week so pretty pretty busy and then into the and then cricket into a construction themed party on Saturday into, you know, Aussie Open Week, which I'm looking forward to being out at the Australian for for the most of the week. So hopefully, you know, we can provide some intel from the grounds. Outstanding, mate. That'll be good to hear. Cheers for tuning in, guys. And you know, we'll catch you next week. AC. Have a good one, mate. And, you know, just hit them well if you get a chance. Cheers, brother. Oh, why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too